Hi, and welcome to Unquenchable Hope. I'm Luanne Botta. And I'm Marianne Crum. Ladies, we know it's hard to hang on to hope in a world that sometimes seems bent on stealing it, but it's not impossible. So stay tuned as we tackle all kinds of issues and talk about how, you know, no matter what this world dishes out, you can live with unquenchable hope. Well, hi, ladies and men. I don't know about you, but I grew up before helicopter parents were a thing. You know, parents that kind of hover and always want to make sure their kids have all the pads on and the helmets and all the stuff when they're out on their bicycles or or really doing anything. I was more of a free-range kid. We had boundaries in our neighborhood that I wasn't supposed to go across when I was just little. But most of the kids I played with who were within my boundaries were boys. So, and I love sports anyway. So let me tell you, I have gotten conked on my head a few times, which will probably come as no surprise to anyone that knows me or any of you that are listening. But we played ferocious tackle football. I mean, oh my. or did you ever play tackle a man with the ball? Was there no. a game like that? In <laughs> no, well, no. Uh, well, it was, it was big in Indiana. And I mean, I was, I was a tough little booger. We played army. We rode our bikes like crazy people and never had a helmet. I don't even think uh, they yeah. had invented no, they kid helmets, but God has a helmet that we yes. all need to put on. The helmet of salvation is listed there among the um, items of the armor of God. That's the one we're going to talk about today. And let me just say this before we jump into our topic. It's a happy day because Luann's <laughs> new book is out. Yes. And it's a happy, happy day because it's actually sold out. But you can still pre-order, yes, right? very much so. You can order on her website yes. and you'll find the website address in the show notes. It's just her name, .com. And also on Amazon? Yes. Barnes & Noble? No, 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 no. No, just, just okay. Amazon. Yes. A- okay, Amazon yeah. or luannbotta.com, and she will get that in your hands as soon as the publisher gives her more to and, send out. And, and, and Amazon doesn't have any more left either, so. I've been reading the book as part of my quiet time after I read the scripture, and I'm not just saying this because she's sitting across the table from me, <laughs> but it is powerful. It's concise. It packs a lot of great truth in a short amount of pages. It, it's not a thing that's going to take you six months to read. No, not it's at all. It's very practical. She gives you very practical ways to think about the armor of God, to do battle with our enemy, how to put the armor on. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I already want to order more and give that it to sense. other people because it's important. It just is. Well, if I can just say real quick, and then we definitely need to jump in. Yes. Is that I I just did what the Lord said. He said not to make it complicated and not to make it long and make it concise with the authority of his word. I love the way you use the scripture in there. Okay. Commercial is over now. (laughs) Okay. But no, it's it's great. And I'm excited about how it's kind of taken off. So tell us, what is the helmet of salvation? The helmet of salvation is the... That's the last piece of the armor that they Mm -hmm. put on before they grab their sword. And it protects the mind. Your mind is a terrible thing to waste. Mm -hmm. Our battlefield is our mind. It just is. Absolutely. It it, it is. It's for every one of us. It doesn't matter how seasoned of a saint you are. Our battle is in our mind. Yeah. And the enemy loves that. And battling that mindset because of our experiences or because Mm -hmm. of how we programmed our own life. Or voices that we've heard growing up saying, yeah, planting lies in our head. Correct. And the enemy loves it. He loves to get in there and just 
And he cause doesn't havoc. know what we're thinking. No, correct. But right. he can cause havoc by just planting seeds. Okay, so this is kind of a little bit out there, but can Satan plant thoughts in our minds? I think he can plant a seed, sure. God doesn't cause us to sin ever. Right. So he it's not coming from him. So it's coming either from our own flesh, because mm-hmm. we're human, or it's coming from the enemy of our own soul. So I believe that he can't read our thoughts, but I know that he can plant mm-hmm. or try to. That's why we put on the helmet to stop those thoughts yes. that want to cause havoc uh-huh. and cause oppression and depression. And it comes from our heart as well. Mm-hmm. But I just think without the helmet, I don't know how you would survive a battle. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. It, you know, it's like a football player. They put their helmets on. I never watched a football game without someone without a helmet on because if they get tackled, they're hitting their head. You watched clips from football way back, way back and they yeah. were wearing those little leather things. Yes. I'm like, get out of here. How they survived that. <laughs> yeah. So that helmet and what Paul was talking about was protecting them in a battle mm-hmm. from anything that was going to kill them and, and their head. Then obviously when we put it on as a helmet of salvation, we are protecting our mind from the onslaught of the enemy who would love to steal everything from us. Kill and and destroy. destroy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This overlaps somewhat with the belt of truth because holding those lies up against God's word is how we recognize the lies. Yes. And so some of this will overlap with what we did earlier, but it's so important. You know, we talked about, I think when we were talking about the belt of truth, just the fact that so many lies are knocking on the door of our mind. Yeah. Satan is tricky. Yes. And so he comes to us with lies that are not just blatant. Right. Blatant, go steal that car right. Right. for most of us. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll be something subtle. That's where strongholds are built mm-hmm. in our minds. Mm-hmm. That's imaginations. You know, we could play out an imagination for hours and hours and make it like a movie when it never needed to be like that. I heard a teacher one time say that our strongholds are like prisons that are wallpapered with lies that we've believed. Oh, there you go. And that was such a good visual for me. Um, We need to tear them down. No, that's right. And once you start to do that and you see the results, Mm -hmm. then you can catch the lies a little bit quicker. I used to really dealt with discouragement a whole, 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 whole lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. But once I understood placing the word of God in all areas and using it as a true weapon, Mm -hmm. if I'm upset about something, it only lasts a couple of days. It it may last the longest a week. That's huge for me. I'll add this at the beginning of this. This takes work. Yes. There's not something that you can just say one scripture and it's going to be gone. If we don't do the work. We're not going to get the results. And the tool is the word of God. If you're not applying it by the power of the Holy Spirit, then you're not going to have the result. You're going to be still stuck in those thought processes. That's right. And it's ongoing. It is. It It doesn't stop. Yeah. The war has been won, but the battle isn't going to stop until we're with Jesus. Until we're home. Correct. I think that's why Paul over and over says things like, don't grow weary Yes, in well doing, mm-hmm. and you will reap in due yes. time. Yes, because you have to be tenacious. Yes, if you get lazy about protecting your brain, <laughs> yeah, from the lies, yes. putting on your helmet, you know, you're going to be toast. You are, you yeah. are, and I think also the big part of it is if you are jealous of people or comparing yourself. Because let's use mm-hmm. that, and you're always comparing yourself. 
I am telling you, by using the word and by going and finding the scripture that would be used for something like that, do you realize who you are now in Christ and how you have to offer and that you don't have to compare because it is a battle of the mind. And that's where you want to take hold and take authority. And we have that authority. I remember so clearly that I had such a warped mindset on something and the Lord said, we're taking care of that. And he began to show me of taking those three by five cards. And I took up those cards that had to do with this, this warped understanding of something. Mm -hmm. And I literally would take those to the grocery store in my car at a stop sign. I would look down and it finally, I was memorizing it. Finally, it was inside Mm. of me, but it took, it was about three months later Mm. that the whole thing was gone. And I remember thinking, wait a minute, I couldn't even make myself (laughs) think about it because it was gone. And I realized, okay, the work that it took was just me always speaking the word. That was the work. And that was what I was doing consistently. It didn't take us 20 minutes to start something. And then we think we're going to get out in 20 minutes. That's not how it works. We're usually so fixed on something for a long period of time that it's going to take that long period of time to get it unraveled. And so that is what I got the most out of understanding this helmet of salvation and the power that that is. But when you think about it, what you are actually doing, it's not like that is really hard. It's not. It's hard because Satan doesn't want us to do it. So there's a resistance right. there. Like, yes. eh, I don't want to do that. I don't yes. want to look at that. Yes. But really, how hard is it to carry a card around and read it? Oh, it's yeah. It's no. not hard. It's not. But it, there's a spiritual dynamic mm-hmm. there that makes that resistance hard. 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 It's weird. It's, it's, it's not hard, weird. but it's hard. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's so funny because the one thing I have the hardest time memorizing is the references to these scriptures. So mm-hmm. I can rattle off scriptures and I can tell you what side of the page they're on in the scripture. <laughs> like if I say Psalm, okay, I know it's mm-hmm. in Psalms and it's on the right-hand side of the page. But some of you out there are like, I can't memorize, I can't memorize. Let me just tell you, it's not about that. Mm -mm. You're getting it in your heart. Yeah. Like when you keep saying it, you get it in your heart and in your spirit. So I'm telling you when you say it and you say it out loud, Mm -hmm. God's word is living and active and sharper than any two edged sword, but it's working. It works. It's alive. It's active. So while you're using it, it is cutting off the head of that thing that has you so captive. And so in, in putting that helmet on, there is victory. I mean, every one of these pieces, there's victory if we just apply it, you know? I mean, if there were a pill that somebody told us we could take to overcome comparing ourselves to somebody, we would all be flocking. Take, yes, right. Take this supplement and you'll never right. compare yourself to somebody again. <laughs> yeah. We would get on Amazon fast as lightning. Yes. Well, this is that. That's right. But it doesn't seem like that. God said the the wisdom of God is like foolishness to people. And this sounds like, oh, that's not going to work. Just give me medication. I am telling you it works. It absolutely works. And you can do it for anything that's going on in in your life. It is alive. It's active. God's word is never going away. And so when you can use it to combat the things in in your life. And the scripture that I put with that was, it's a long scripture, but, and again, this is the one where the students would like, oh, Miss Barter, it's long. We're never going to memorize that. No, you will if you just say it every day. Uh-huh. And it got to the place where they did not need their notes anymore. And it's so powerful. And it says, though I walk in the flesh, I do not war according to the flesh. 
For the weapons of my warfare are not of the flesh, but they are powerful before God for the pulling down of strongholds. Mm. I am destroying imaginations, speculations, and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And I am taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Yeah. Ask me what reference that is. It's in Corinthians. <laughs> yeah, but you just said no, it. She, she was not even reading that, folks. No, I'm here to, to testify. No, no, but that scripture is telling you every stronghold, every imagination, imagination, every speculation. How many times do we speculate? How many times do we watch the news and listen to those people who are speculating mm-hmm. about what's going to happen? They do not know. Well, They're speculating. Yeah. Plus, now they have agendas and they want to set yes. our fears aflame. But because I will listen to the news so much prior to last year and a half, um, (laughs) the Lord was saying to me, he said, listen to them, Lou, listen Mm. to them. They are speculating. They are not giving anybody truth. And he says, what did I tell you? What does the word say about speculating? You take that captive Mm -hmm. because it is not the truth. We speculate what's going to happen with our kids because maybe they're running around right now and they're being a bit rebellious. And we think, oh no, they're going to be this and this they're is going to end up in them. prison. Yeah, they're going to be yeah. on the streets. We're yeah. speculating. We don't know that God's going to get a hold of them. Which is why Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow has enough trouble. Yes. Yes. Just do today. Do, that's right. Well, why do you think it was called the helmet of salvation instead of the helmet of truth? The moment the enemy knows that we are part of God's kingdom, he knows that's when he wants to attack. So the helmet of salvation, the assurance of our salvation is our defense against the attacks of the enemy. When you put on that helmet of salvation, that's your assurance because now you're one with the Father. You don't get all the army equipment unless you're in the army. We have to come into that relationship with God through Christ in order to take advantage of all this armor. Just to make sure we're all on the same page, the the scripture says this about salvation in Romans 10, 9. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's That's probably the most concise explanation. Yes. And it it means you've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of Jesus. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now you're part of his family and the army, essentially. So when we're down here on this battlefield, we're more than just a family, we're an army. That's exactly <laughs> so, right. well, that's Which is cool. why all this is in army terms. We've talked about already in past weeks, so many different pieces of armor. And I thought, well, you know, we could still be a, a Christian and walk around with a lot of fiery darts yes. stuck in us. We talked yes. about that verse where the enemy's trying mm-hmm. to throw fiery darts at us. We can be a Christian and still not have the peace of God, mm-hmm. that we might struggle with that, with anxiety or and worrying and that kind of stuff. You can be a Christian and, and you're still believing some lies because yes. it's really a process of, for all of us of recognizing the lies we're believing and holding them up to God's right. word and getting rid of them. I yes. mean, that's kind of an ongoing thing. And you can be a Christian and really not know how to handle the sword of the spirit, oh, which yes. we're going to talk about in the next episode, what God's word. But... You can't be a Christian if you don't have the helmet of salvation. So that piece is essential. That's That's the one you can't do without because until you're saved, you don't have the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. in you to discern truth from lies. Even though the belt of truth is is closely tied, we 
talked about how a lot of the other pieces hang on that belt of truth. Yes, yes. But the helmet is the starting place, even though it's the last one almost it's mentioned. Exactly. I know. I know. That's- if I were writing it, <laughs> and aren't we all glad I didn't write the Bible? But I was started with that. Okay. If you're not saved, the rest of this isn't going to matter. But the way, the way they, they put yeah. on their armor that's true. is the way you, you set it up. You wouldn't stand there naked with a helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how that worked. <laughs> okay. But I, no, I gotcha. But um, I agree. Without, obviously, without that helmet of salvation, people wouldn't even care. <laughs> and, and really, too, I thought about how nowadays, well, I'm living testimony to this. You can live without a lot of body parts. I always uh, felt like if aliens abducted me no. and did one of those scans, they'd say, <laughs> Hey, what's wrong with this one? She's missing a lot of parts. (laughs) And you can even be put on bypass for your heart. I mean, you can't live without a heart, but you can live for a little while without a heart. Once your brain shuts down, that's that's it. You're done. So our minds, that is like control central for us spiritually and physically. So this helmet of salvation is very, very basic and essential. Yes. You got to have that. You got to have that. You got to have the salvation. Yes. You have to have your salvation. The mind, okay, I think, was it a Joyce Meyer wrote that book? Yeah, The Battlefield of the Mind. It's right. Well, and I've heard this phrase too, which is so true, that where our minds go, our bodies follow. We had a friend who was always saying this to her kids, we are our choices. Yes. And that is a mind thing. We make up our minds. Yes. And I just was, I had to write it down real quick so I wouldn't forget it. The scripture that comes to mind when you said it, as a man thinks in his heart, so So is he. Yep. And again, this could go right with the truth, with Mm. the belt of truth. You're right. It's the way we talk to ourselves. It's all of that. We're going to battle all the time with our flesh and our spirit. They're always fighting against each other. The flesh doesn't want anything to do with the spirit. Our spirit man is where we want to live from. So when we're using all these tools, and especially this of the mind, that's why it takes the time I think that it takes. It's not something that comes real quick for some, but it it takes that time because the enemy knows that the word of God works because it works against him. And mm-hmm. so he knows it works. That's why and when we're trying to have a quiet time, if you're distracted in that quiet mm-hmm. time, it's because you are learning. The moment we start to learn and grasp what God is trying to say to us and for our spirit man to come alive and, and what you put in comes out. So the scriptures that you put in yourself are going to come out of your mouth right. when you are talking to somebody or when you are battling your own battles. Yeah. That scripture, look, that scripture came right up to me. I haven't heard that scripture as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. I have not said that scripture out loud for a bazillion years, but it was the first thing that came out <laughs> because that's there. the spirit of God. That's mm-hmm. right. And he works inside of us, but we've got to get it in us. Yes. And mm-hmm. it takes time. Yeah, something you said made me think of a scripture I'd written down. Romans 8, 6 says, For the mind set on the flesh is death, Mm -hmm. but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. Mm -hmm. And what jumped out at me just now was that word set, for the mind set on the flesh, the mind set on the spirit. The setting is a choice. Yes. We choose where we focus. Yes. We choose what we believe. So we need to be aware of that. We need to be aware of what we're focusing on. And even the scripture that bad company corrupts good morals. Oh, yes. Well, why does it? It's because you're around people who aren't speaking the truth Truth, and you start to believe what they believe. That's exactly Do what they do. It's all a mind thing. The mind goes first and then 
our actions follow. That's exactly right. So this helmet is incredibly important. And I also was thinking about salvation uh, because it's the helmet of salvation. Obviously, we already talked about we are saved from hell. Yes. That's the salvation is an eternal blessing, humongous, (laughs) best blessing ever that we know that we're going to go to heaven when this life is over. But we're also saved to things. Yes. We're saved from hell. We're saved to good works. Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. I mean, good works don't save us, but after we are saved, our life should reflect this new reality. And that's going to be that we're out there doing the things that God wants us to do. That's right. We're saved, it says in 2 Timothy 1, 9, to a holy calling. And it says, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. So there are things that we're saved to do Mm -hmm. uh, that God has for us to live out this salvation that talks about work out your salvation. Well, that's not being saved by good deeds. It means that when we're initially saved, the Holy Spirit indwells us and then it begins to work out through our speech, through our thoughts. Things change. We're new creatures in Christ. So the salvation thing is far more than just going down an aisle as everybody's singing the 843rd (laughs) stanza of Just As I Am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the buses are waiting. It's it's more than that. It's it, it's your whole life. It is your it whole life. It completely changed right. my whole life. That's it's a process. Yes. But it's some of that important process is weeding out what's what's been deposited what's in, in our brains that needs to be gotten yes. rid of, taken off that wallpaper uh, of lies. I get it. And now, you know, know, one of my good friends back in Pittsburgh, she said to me one time, Lou, how you're thinking is a choice. Yeah. She just said, she just, she got, she was like, you were in a bad place. Yeah. And she's like, how you're thinking is a choice. What she goes, how did you react? You're right. (laughs) I think that when we're so overwhelmed by a situation or circumstance and we all get there Mm -hmm. and it's all we can think about is that, you know, that Mm -hmm. one horrible situation or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I was talking to her, she goes, it's a choice how you are talking. It's your choice. What did you so do you with can, that after she said it? Well, I got off the phone and asked the Lord <laughs> to forgive me and said, I don't want to think like this because it brings all the other things with it. Yeah. It brings oppression. It brings depression. It brings despair. It but brings. Why are we, why do we wallow? Why do we not just immediately know. want to jump out of that? I why does it feel know. awful, but comfortable? Isn't that weird? No, no, that is weird. No, I get what you're saying. I get <laughs> yeah. exactly what you're saying. Because it's Eve's fault. <laughs> yeah. It's Eve's we're gonna, we're gonna fault. <laughs> it's always Eve's fault. Yeah, no. I just think it is part of the fall. Yeah, yeah so but what, it is. But you know, one of the coolest things about heaven... Yes. And we are going to do some of these on heaven. No, we, we have to because we I'm about to I'm explode in. from okay. heaven stuff. But won't it be... Just can't even imagine to be free from this, to be free from our own brains I know, and all the junk to. that's mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. It's like when your carburetor gets clogged on your car. Yes. That's like our brains. I know. But you know, <laughs> and I know it will be completely free from, but, but I, I know, I only know from experience, you can be free from a lot of it. Here, oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. The Bible says we have the mind of Christ. Yes, we do. So yeah, yes, we can. But when we get to heaven, it's going to be so yeah, much it'll better. Be like it'll be like automatic. We won't have be to so much f- better. We won't have to fight the battles. No, that's right. Yeah. But I'm telling you again, I don't fight the battles I used to fight. And I know there's a lot of people listening that are saying, yes, me either. 
Yeah, and, and they need to look at where they've come from. That's right. When that's you right. get discouraged and you think, why do I keep doing this? At least look for a minute and be thankful for where is. God brought yes. you from. That's exactly Because you have right. grown. If yes. you're in Christ and you have the Holy Spirit, you, you have grown. I'm sure you have. Yes. And if we don't, because again, this was me. If you're not growing, this was me. So I'm, I'm, I'm talking to myself as well. When I was not growing, it was because I was not putting this into practice at all. Mm. I wanted to wallow mm. in the heaviness that was upon me. Yeah. So that is a choice. When we're in that pit, we need to get a mental picture of Satan standing on the Ooh. edge of it, just laughing at yes. us. This whole thing is about fighting back. That's right. And next time we're going to talk about the sword of the spirit, which is the weapon, the offensive weapon he has given us to fight back. So uh, all these have been rather defensive, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it helps me when I realize that what's happening is Satan sneering at me or that he is... I would hate that thought. I know. And that makes me want to fight back. Yes. And not stay in that wallowing mode. No, that's exactly right. And the fact that it feels comfortable is still like dysfunctional. (laughs) It's so, it's dysfunctional. It's fleshy. Yeah. That's the carnal flesh. Yeah. That's who that is. And I knew I was in it, but Mm -hmm. I was wanting to stay in it. That's pathetic. (laughs) So... But there's a way out. There is a definite way out. And our time's up. Oh, yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. It's a definite way out. Next week... You're going to have to imagine that Luann is going to have her giant sword. She didn't bring it with her, which is sad to me. But anyway, next week we'll talk about the sword of the spirit. So get, get ready for that and get your swords sharpened up. Amen. Ladies, we pray you've been encouraged today and that you'll come back next week for more truth and hope. And if you'd like to know more about us, check out our websites. Those addresses are in the show notes. And hey, if this podcast encouraged you, it can probably encourage someone else. So please share it and share some hope.